Hello, everybody. It is that time again, another episode of the Mind and Body podcast. And today I have on Denise Woodard of Partake Foods. Hi, Denise. Welcome. Hi, Nadia. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> We're so happy to have you on. Uh, I connected with you, you know, I think it was through your publicist at the time. And then we just stayed connected over time, which I love. And I've had you on TV segments. I've interviewed you. I've had you on my Instagram. So I'm just so happy that I can have you on another platform to share what you're doing, which is so amazing. Fantastic. I appreciate the support. And, if, and we need to meet in person at some point. I know, right? Um, so why don't you tell everybody about Partake Foods, how it started, and what was your mission behind starting Partake? Sure. So Partake Foods is a line of delicious, nutritious, allergy-friendly snacks. Um, prior to Partake, I worked at Coca-Cola for about 10 years in their venture, venturing and emerging brands group. So I was working on entrepreneurial beverage brands. And then my daughter came along. She's four now, but right around her first birthday, we discovered that she has lots of food allergies. So no cashew, pistachio, egg, corn, or bananas for her. Wow. And Partake was born out of my frustration. I couldn't find anything that she could eat that met my nutritional standards. I'm not gluten-free or vegan and had always equated those words with healthy. And I very quickly realized it could also mean full of sugar and starches and things that I don't want to give my child. Mm -hmm. um, and then from a taste perspective, a lot of the products I found tasted exactly the way that I expected them to. And my daughter <laughs> would literally like spit them out. <laughs> and from an emotional perspective, started to do a lot of research and learn that people who are on a restricted diet, whether out of medical necessity, like my daughter or those with celiac, no preference, those are who are just more health conscious or vegan or looking to be gluten free by choice. There's often feelings of like anxiety and isolation around food. And I feel like food should be something that makes people happy and brings people together. And the last thing I wanted was my daughter or other kids like her to be like the weird food allergy kid with the weird food allergy snack. And, and so I dreamed of a brand that made things that tasted good, were good for you, and could be enjoyed by nearly everyone. And when I couldn't find it, I launched Partake in late 2017. Awesome. I have to say they're absolutely delicious. My son, who's two, loves them. My husband, I have to hide them when I had the segment because he would devour them. <laughs> that makes me so happy to hear. Thank You're you. You're welcome. So I wanted to ask, because I just did an article with someone else about food allergies, and I feel like it's more prevalent now than before, but she had pointed something out to me that it might not be more prevalent, but more people are talking about it. So how did you discover that your daughter had all these allergies? Did you go for testing? Was there something that she reacted to that just started the, the conversation? Trial by fire, yeah. unfortunately. And so luckily, uh, well, I, I, in hindsight, luckily, Vivian had a lot of eczema when she was a, a young baby. And so we took her to an allergist who's like, well, she's too young to test. But given the severity of her eczema, I wouldn't be surprised that she has food allergies and prescribed us an EpiPen. Um, right around her first birthday, we did panel testing, like the skin prick testing, and it showed that she was allergic to a couple of tree nuts, cashew and pistachio, and nothing else showed up on the uh, on the test. And so right around her first birthday, we gave her a bomba. So it's like a puff snack made with peanuts mm -hmm. and corn. Immediately after taking one small bite, our nanny screamed from the living room and Vivian's lips and tongue had begun to swell. And she unfortunately, like she turned blue oh in my her God. living room. And oh thank 
God, exactly. And thank God we had the EpiPens because we, we had to use both of them. Turns out she's allergic to corn. So typically corn is something that they don't test for because not a ton of people are allergic to it. And so immediately everyone was like, oh, she must have a peanut allergy. And after that didn't show up on the test, but after quite a bit more research, we realized it was actually the corn allergy. Um, and then similarly, like bananas, that was the first food we gave her and, and she broke out in hives. So we learned that one trial by fire. And then eggs was Thanksgiving, the first year that um, she was born. So she was around seven months old. Um, we had baked macaroni and cheese. It was the first time she'd had eggs. And a couple hours after ingesting them, she went on to vomit like 14 oh times over the next five hours. And so so we went to the emergency room and by the time we got there, she was totally fine. And they were like, oh, it just must be a stomach bug. And we didn't think anything of it. And then the next week we gave her eggs again and something similar happened. And as I did more research, thank goodness mm-hmm. for Google, we realized that she actually has a pretty rare disorder called food protein induced enterocolitis or FPIs for short. And so it causes an allergic reaction of the GI tract. So it doesn't present itself in like the traditional lip swelling kind of way but luckily isn't fatal. So anyways, <laughs> we, we learned trial by fire with all of the different ways, but luckily knock on wood, she's been safe and happy and healthy ever since we kind of discovered what the culprits were. Okay. So I've learned so much in that five minutes of Vivian's history. <laughs> and I'm sure there's other moms that you've connected to through um, since launching Partake that have maybe felt alone or going through some of the same symptoms with their child and didn't know what it was or whatever have you created a little tribe of your own through launching partake definitely so so i've actually latched on to some other tribes i I didn't realize because i don't have food allergies what a large community of supportive moms exists and so i joined all these facebook groups and like in-person mom groups and it's fantastic to have other people who understand what you're going through who can just kind of vent together but also like help each other whether it's like the latest allergy treatments or what allergists to go to or what safe snacks exist now and so the mom tribe for food allergy moms has been fantastic but i've also found that moms whose kids don't have food allergies like once you explain the severity of them and, and kind of what it feels like, I, I find that any mom is empathetic to, to what food allergy oh, moms are going through. Of course. Um, is it hard to go out to eat? Is it hard to travel? Or do you kind of have your rhythm now? Like if there was a mom listening to this and she's new to this discovery of her child's allergies, are there any top three tips that you would give them? Like, this is what you need to do ASAP. I think tip one, two, three is like plan, plan, plan. So like it's definitely doable. I think my daughter has a totally normal life. We go away. We go out to dinner. But it requires a lot of vigilance on on the parents' part. So it's calling beforehand to a restaurant, talking to the chef and managers and making sure they understand the allergies, that they have safe substitutes. It's when we're going on vacation, given the severity and how many allergies she has, like we won't travel to remote places. We want to make sure we're close to a mm-hmm. children's hospital. It's planning with parents and teachers. If there's like, I, I didn't realize until there were so many food restrictions, how many things that food is a part of. So whether it's like a science experiment at school or a show and tell or a birthday party, just making sure that, that we're prepared. That's really smart. And like simple things, they're not too, like just being near a children's hospital. That's really smart. But, you know, someone may not think of that. So I think that's a great piece of advice. What have you loved most about since leaving corporate and being your own entrepreneur? 
Um, what have you loved most about it? The flexibility, uh, the creativity, or touching people's lives, or all of the above? What is it? I think it's the impact that I'm able to have. And then also, just selfishly, I feel like I've learned more and met more interesting, dynamic people like you over the past like 18 months than I had in my entire career at Coke. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed what I was doing at Coke and met lots of of coworkers who I'm still friends with. But whenever you're starting your own venture, I, I found that one of the things that was most important was just putting yourself out there, meeting new people, talking to new people who've done this before, who may know someone. And so I feel like I've just learned so much because you go from you know, having your role in the company that you're really good at to now I'm the accountant and the marketer <laughs> and the salesperson. Right. I know, I know the feeling. So you started, so some women have started their companies before children. Some women have started after. What are some of the struggles that you faced once Vivian was born and while trying, you know, Vivian was born and it, it was, your company was born because of Vivian, but like trying to balance a new company and a young child, how, how, how did you deal with it? I I read something online recently that was like, if you look at five things, um, sleep, health, family, friends, and work, you have to kind of pick two or those two or three of those to be really good at. And so for me, like family is my biggest priority. Um, The business right now is is almost like family because it's like another baby and then health for my own sanity. So not to be a negative Nancy, but I found that it's required the sacrifice of maybe not hanging out Mm -hmm. with friends as much or not sleeping as much. Or, you know, I I think there's some things are just not enough hours in the day. And so there's some things that I'm not willing to miss, whether it's like her first field trip or dropping her off at school. But I know that means maybe I can't go out with my girlfriends when I want to. And I think when you try to do all of those five things, you mentioned and you spread yourself too thin that does not equate to a healthy life so I think picking some (laughs) things as a priority is a very good piece of advice um what has how has your friends and family supported you you know some people don't always agree with starting your own thing you know maybe they're on the safe side but you know what it could have you know what it could have what a like what's gonna happen how did you feel like Did you feel like you had a strong support system when you decided to go out on your own? You know, I will say my husband has definitely been my biggest cheerleader. Um, He was totally on board with the idea. And so I think it's really important that that your spouse is supportive because it means like this year on his birthday, he was working a trade show booth for me. And so I think especially when, when you're starting a small company with not a lot of funding, the family, at least the immediate family needs to be on board. Um, from a pride perspective, I told our friends and family early on because I wanted to, I wanted them to keep me accountable. And so I knew that if I said I was going to start this thing and then I saw people at the holiday and they're like, how's the business going? I would be too embarrassed to be like, oh yeah, that's not happening anymore. And so it, it definitely kept me accountable, but I, our friends and family have been so supportive, whether just like spreading the word, introducing us to investors, everybody has their own kind of subject matter expertise. So I tap my graphic designer friends for help nice. for certain things and like scientist friends for help. With that's other really things. nice. So do you have um, people that you work with outside of just you? Like, are there are like people that you turn to like for recipes and inspiration for a new uh, cookie flavor? So we, right now, I'm the only full-time employee, but I just drafted a couple of job descriptions. We're in the midst of hiring two new full-time yes! hires, which I'm super excited Thank about. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. It feels like such a big step because I'm so used to 
doing everything nearly alone. Um, But we have like a network of freelancers that we work with that have been like, we wouldn't be where we are today. We wouldn't have been able to get the business off the ground at all if it didn't exist for them. So it's kind of a group of like outsourced accounting to a food scientist that helps us out with the new flavors and the innovation to social media freelancers. So I I think it definitely takes a village. It does. And so what's your most popular flavor? So we find that when we do demos, the most popular flavor is carrot oat. But whenever people are purchasing, people typically go with the classic chocolate chip. And so we're actually also going through um, a packaging update right now and renaming a couple of the flavors. So carrot oat will now become carrot cake. Ooh, nice. I feel like that, that, um, I see why you might have done that, but I like that. I, that, that cookie is so good. <laughs> Thank you. I feel, I feel good about giving it to my son, Max. Like it doesn't, you know, as you said, when you read the back of some things that claim to be healthy, that's not always the case. And it's really a feel good product. So I appreciate you as a fellow mom for even creating it. Um, what are some other moms saying about your cookies? We found that the biggest consumer group to, to kind of adopt the product early on was not the group I expected. I, I expected food allergy moms, and I should have known being one that's just there's such a high barrier to entry with that consumer. We really need to prove ourselves and gain their trust. But we're finding that moms of kids who don't have food allergies are really happy to have a healthier alternative that they can take to school safely, that they can share with other kids, that they feel good about giving their kids. So in general, it's just like really health conscious moms. And we're finding that lots of them are kind of stealing cookies away for themselves (laughs) as well. So we're happy to hear that they they work for kids. And And so piggybacking off of that, how would you say that your product is changing the food industry? I think it's showing that you can make things that taste good, that are good for you, that nearly anyone can enjoy. And when you take things out of a product, you don't have to replace them with junk. There's safe substitutes that you can include and still make the product taste good. Yeah, agreed. So going back to what you said before about some things that you focus on that are a must, you talked about your health. Um, Are there any healthy must-haves that you have throughout the day that you must do daily or weekly? I definitely have to squeeze in, squeeze in workouts. I was very guilty of initially just focusing so much on the business that I, I unfortunately kind of let my workouts and health go to the wayside. And I could feel it in my production at work and just in my overall like happiness. And so I have to get in my Pilates. I had done a half marathon, I completed a half marathon the first year I was working on Partake and that totally went to the wayside. So I've committed to getting back to doing some running, um, just really making sure that I eat a healthy diet full of like lean proteins and veggies and water, water, water oh, yes. all the time. I feel, you can feel the difference when you don't hydrate properly, for sure. Um, so my next question for you, does Vivian realize that she has an allergy? Like, does she know that um, and I know she's le- leading a total normal and healthy life, but there are some things like maybe that you're not aware of if a friend offers her something to eat. Like, are there things that you tips that a parent with a child that has allergies should let their child know once they're able to like communicate with other kids? Yeah, I'm so proud of the way that she's learned to advocate for herself. I think that's one of the benefits of food allergies that kids hopefully learn at an early age to advocate for themselves and speak up. And so I just make it a real point to like 
say loudly and proudly, like if we're at a restaurant or somewhere, like these are the things that are not safe for her. I want to make sure she's safe. Like that it's just a non-negotiable. It's literally like a life or death situation. And so I've seen her, like if her teacher offers her a new snack at school, she'll ask, is this safe for my body? And we went to a birthday party this past weekend and a friend had gotten cupcakes that were safe for Vivian, but I could tell she was so to eat them she was like she asked like three times like are you sure this doesn't have eggs in them and so it's really interesting to me she she just turned four a few weeks ago at how at such an early age kids can pick up on that but also like get cues on on how they should handle the situation when their adult isn't necessarily close by so you had shared a little bit to end I know that you've shared some new and exciting things that you have happening for Partake Foods but is there anything that you haven't shared that you want everybody to learn about that I know that you had a birthday day cake cookie come out I'm not sure if that happened or if it's going to happen or did I just leak something I wasn't supposed to no it launched okay. in December and we're we're making some refinements to it this month we see we um, were able to source a sprinkle that's totally corn free free of anything artificial like supernatural it has the most vibrant beautiful color and so the double chocolate chip and birthday cake are our two newest flavors we're coming out with new packaging and then what I'm also really excited about this summer we're coming out with an on-the-go pack that we'll hopefully use nice. for lunch boxes and for airports and for families and where where can partake foods be found So easiest is probably Amazon or on our website, partakefoods.com. You can see our full store locator there. But in the Northeast, we're in chains like Wegmans and ShopRite. And in other parts of the country, we're in Whole Foods and other natural independent stores. But really looking to grow distribution this year. So keep an eye out and and hopefully it'll be popping up on your store shelf soon. And so when people want to find you or email you, where can they go on social and all that good stuff? So on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter, we're Partake Foods with an S. Our website's also www.partakefoods.com. And I'm actually really easy to find because I'm Denise at partakefoods.com. And I love to hear from customers and, and consumers. So please feel free and to reach out. It's always best to keep it simple, right? You can't forget it. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I love learning everything about your little girl and about your company. I can't wait to try some of these new flavors. I'm going on Amazon as we speak. Um, And guys, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions for Denise, you can find her at Partake Foods. Thanks, Denise. Thank you so much. Have a great day.